Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Um, well, that article that you have on the sh- in the show notes. Yeah. Talking about GameStop pivoting to the new, right? It's new experiences, but basically just turning retro only. Kind of uh, ties into a, kind of the conversation we had yesterday, or yesterday. Wow, last week, last uh, time, uh, last episode about the digital, the digital frontier. Well, not really, but switching over from disc to digital, and uh, after the show, which we didn't, I don't think we actually talked about in our show, but. I had sent you a link to that pink gorilla the yeah. gaming store or the retro game store. And I think I made a comment or maybe you made a comment about how that really, that might be the new thing or the, the next wave of video games is this whole focus on retro. Not really, but just like there's a caveat, there's a market for it now, or there will be a market for it. And I think reading through this article, if this is truly a hundred percent accurate, um, that would be really interesting to see all these game stops change and fo- and focus their efforts on trying to build that retro uh only store to tie in some of those older customers but also uh, the new wave of kids coming in playing video games that haven't played Mario or don't know Zelda original Zelda games things like that did we start the show we started oh, I, the show i was just i was just talking i like it no it's good cool that's why i put that article in there I just like because it was perfect. It was the perfect pivot. 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 It is a perfect. It's a good pivot. It's perfect because it's it hits on both of the two. I would say uh, things we talked about in the last episode, which was one digital only, like you said, and two that retro is hot. The new. It's it's the new retro is the new thing. The hotness. New hotness. it's the new hotness. It's the bee's knees. Though so I would like to point out that this is not brand new. This is not like a new. Oh God, no! Like people have started. For people have been collecting time. retro games for a very long time. Of course, since yeah. they were even before called retro games. Yeah, I don't know what but that threshold. Was I would in. say it's the last. What's it's? What's the year? Twenty nineteen. It's twenty nineteen, right? Something like that. Yeah. Who knows? Um, probably probably like ten years ago. I think is when it really started to become like a sought after i can i can collect these things and then you see yeah. your first wave of retro focused stores like the pink gorilla store that you brought up which is sweet yeah that's dangerous dangerous uh, dangerous for those who just go ahead and google pink pink gorilla you're not gonna find much on the site youtube probably has more but they we what we found out later on was uh that they have a sort of a, sh- a shopping network uh, style Twitch stream every first, I don't know if it's like first Friday of the month, I can't remember exactly, but one time on one time a month, and just recently they started this, they would open up their inventory to online sales, and if you would watch the show or watch this live stream on Twitch, you can actually see some of the uh, things that they have for sale. They go through each section and will display or sh- like pan through a lot of the games. If you see something you want, you can uh, I guess there's moderators on the chat, and there's also a, an email slash line you can call slash t- uh, chat with, and you can have them send it to you. You could say, hey, I want this. They'll send you an invoice. You pay through it, I think through either PayPal or what have you, uh, and they'll ship it to you for free. Like, I mean... It's awesome. How, and and these, game, these things, yeah, exactly. These things can cost anywhere from two to, uh, I don't know, 
there was uh, good and really good condition uh, retro consoles, quote retro consoles, basically like Super Nintendos. I saw there was like an N64. There's oh, there's all sorts of stuff, um, but you can get really a lot. And they have two stores, I think, and it's on the east coast or west coast. And uh, is it Seattle? Yeah, they were in both of them are in Seattle. Yeah. Um, I was yes. lusting after even just the games in the baggies on the wall. Oh, like yeah. I'm okay with that. Just give yeah. me the ones that are, you know, I don't need the box. I don't need the right. manual. I'm okay. I just yeah. want the game and I yeah. just want it to work. And they have, they all do, they do all sell some of the current gen model games. So it's not like they don't have current gen. Uh, I think that's probably less of a focus for them, but they don't just have video games, physical game car- cartridges, discs. They also have, uh, I guess, what would you call them? Knickknacks or collectibles um, collectibles yeah thank you <laughs> which would be even more dangerous but i i definitely spotted a few things i was curious about mainly uh and this is gonna be kind of weird but uh there was the golden zelda nintendo game the no oh, yeah the, i want that so bad yeah yep. <laughs> i would totally the gold try cartridge find, oh god yeah i i remember i loved that so i would love to find uh retro consoles i have a I have two PS2s behind me, one slim and one original, and I, I plan on holding on to those forever because they're just fun. I had the gold cartridge for, um, so I, fun fact, I fun never fact. owned the original Legend of Zelda game for my what? Nintendo. I played it through renting it on Blockbuster, or from Blockbuster oh, Punch, God. and then yes. I uh, played it at friends' houses all the time. So what happened was I, of course, asked for it for my birthday or Christmas or something, something. Yeah. And you, you know, when aunts and uncles or uh, friends buy you, well, not friends, but aunts and uncles would buy you games and yeah. they were just looking for the name. Right. So yeah. anything that said Zelda on it, they were like, okay, it, that's probably the one I'll buy yeah. that. So yeah, they yeah, bought yeah. me uh Zelda two links adventure. No, is not that like the worst one. <laughs> it's, I love it now as an adult, but it was the worst game as a child, like the worst game. And I'm like, this is not Zelda. This is not, this is not what I was looking for. Just smile, Joshua, just smile, just smile (laughs) and say thank you. I did. I smiled like a good boy and said thank you. But still, um, and I hated that game when I was a kid. It was so different and not what I was looking for. I just wanted the top down view and dungeons, you know, that's all I was looking for. Yeah. Instead, I get this like side scrolling mess, and I just I couldn't get anywhere in that game as a kid. Even now, as an adult, it takes a lot of work. That is yeah. a really difficult game. But the point of the story is, I had the gold cartridge for that game. I think it only came out in the gold cartridge. I don't think you could get it any other way. Right. And from that right. point forward, if there was a gold cartridge that I could get for it, I tried to. Like, for instance, Ocarina of Time, I had the gold cartridge. Um, Majora's Mask, they did a gold cartridge special edition. I had oh, that. Special. You know, it's just, it's cool. It's very cool. It stood out from the other games, having those physical gold cartridges when they mattered. <laughs> right, exactly. It's so dumb to say, but it, it was great. It brought a smile to my face. Yeah. That's just something, it's like a form of recognition. Like, you, if, you, if you're a true fan, you'd, you'd see that and be like, yeah, I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. So, um, the one thing I will say about this article is, uh, the, there's a picture in the article where it shows a GameStop that has these sale up to seventy percent signs literally all over the front of the store. Yeah. I wonder what they will be doing if this is true, and they are pivoting to focus really on this. What they, if there will be any sort of sales that they will be, uh, throwing, you know, throwing out there to get rid of their current inventory um i imagine they probably will do something but i don't know to what extreme or they'll just try and sell it as is and go about their days because if they're gonna try and restructure what it looks like in the store they're gonna have to move some of that yeah inventory out so i would keep my eye out because you never know when octopath traveler can be (laughs) on sale for under 30 dollars i will say uh we've talked around the article for what 10 minutes now yeah. The article is about GameStop <laughs> moving to retro-only experiences. Right. So this kind of goes along with what we were saying um, last week, where 
their business is not very tenable and they need to kind of do something different or I don't know what, do something different (laughs) to stay afloat. And so they made, um, and I didn't even read who they were partnering with, but they were partnering with somebody. I think it's ThinkGeek. Um, uh, do... no, they own ThinkGeek. Oh, they own it. That's right. And they just closed ThinkGeek. Too. Yeah. They don't. Did they? Oh my gosh. Yeah, ThinkGeek was. I think they just uh, closed. Quote the do- metaphorical doors of that store. Uh, well, anyway, they're trying to shift everything into retro only, which I think it's kind of smart. You know, you look yeah. at the small game stores, which are few and far between, like Pink Gorilla. That I I would imagine they do okay as long as they're buying and selling at the right spots. So I don't know. I don't know. It could be good for them. Hopefully they stick around. Um, I've always liked them way better than Funko Land, which they bought out if memory serves. Oh yeah. Oh God, man. Wow. That that's memories. I mean, th- there's memories. a lot of nostalgia that, <laughs> stuck wow. in Funko Land for me. I, yes. Uh, especially about buying cleaning kits, but still. Gee, oh my um, gosh, we had a bunch of those for our Genesis. And the, the newspapers you'd go pick up with the prices. Oh my goodness gracious. But those guys were sleaze bags, and then GameStop came in and, and you know, made it a real establishment. <laughs> they, they traded, they made it real, oh, real nice. Land. Well, I uh, hope this actually happens, because that'd be yeah. kind of cool. And the, my only caveat to this, or my only question behind this is, some remote places that I have been in, the GameStop is really the only place to buy video games. You had your Walmart and you had uh, like Target and everything that sometimes Target, but GameStop was really the place to get your pre-orders. But I'm th- I was thinking about that wrong. I was thinking about people still pre-order physical games, right, and pick them up where they really don't need access to that. They can have the digital download to their device and. It kind of defeats the purpose of having these stores. So I don't see, I don't know if GameStops that are in remote places um, will continue to be open. I wonder if they'll close them to save some money to add to some of the larger locations or more well-populated areas to fund that and the remodeling behind that. But that's not for me to know, nor do I really care, to be honest. So yeah, um, just something to think about. Well, Anyways. we recently did one of those for my son for Mario Maker 2. We pre-ordered it with GameStop. But that was, and maybe this is why they are still doing that and still around. That was mm-hmm. more about like the pageantry around it. Like, okay, yeah. we're going to GameStop now and you can take the money that you've been saving and you can pre-order the game and then now you need to be patient when, you know, you're trying to teach lessons to your kids or something, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you need to be patient. It will be out at XYZ time. And then the day rolls around and, okay, let's go to games. You know, it's like a whole situation. It's a whole pageantry situation that it's not as much fun to be like, okay, it's whatever day. Let's download the game. I guess, I guess that could work out too. It's just, you know, there was more, less involved. So anyway, for me, I buy digital games. That's what I do. So yeah, that's just that. Yeah. Um, Quick question for you. Mm. Um, did they, when you placed your pre-order, did they ask if you wanted to put like a certain amount down and then the rest later? Did they still do that? It do was like, hey, you put 25 five bucks. bucks. The rest? Yeah, I remember that. And then that goes towards your game. Yes. Yes, it goes towards your game. But it wasn't 20. Okay. Like it used to be higher. It used to be like 25 bucks. But... I think, yeah, you had to do like at least 20% or yeah. more. No, I don't think they get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think they can ask that anymore. <laughs> so, gotcha. yeah. Cool. Uh, off topic, really quick. Do you, did you guys still have your Super NES Classic? No. No, we ended up returning it. Okay. We built a, um, a Raspberry Pi-based, like, retro clone. Yeah, the, using RetroPi? Yes. The, what's it called? Yeah, RetroPi. Uh, yep. Emulation station or something like no, that? No, uh... Which is partial. I think RetroPie is a it's a image, and you can. It's got emulation station in it. Yes, if that, that's if that's right in my brain. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, I, I built it, I and built yet somehow thing. I can't think of what I just downloaded the software. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, this is a good image, and just image the drive, and then oh yeah, it's like done. pre-built already. That's that's probably one of the best things about that. Yeah, I, the only reason I ask is that. Oh, excuse me. I was hoping to, uh, to. I really want to play Link's Awakening. 
uh, not Link's Awakening. Sorry, Link to the uh, Past. Link to the Past. Yes. I'm itching to play it for some stupid reason. Not a stupid reason because I'm sure it's legitimate. Oh, it's I very, very good. Trying to weigh my options because I had created a Raspberry Pi way back in the day and then I got rid of it. I sold it to actually I gave it to one of our colleagues because I didn't have the need for it. So, but so looking so you have yes. a MacBook Pro even though it's older. Yeah, I would plug any controller into it. Yeah, I know where this is going with USB and you're done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's that's true. I'm, that's just the I best way to do it. It's going to be awesome because it's close to you, and then it looks good, and yeah. you can play it anywhere, and yeah. you get the controller aspect mm. because yep. the Mac is great about controllers, even yeah, better than plug, PC. You can plug yeah, whatever I, you want in. I can plug the uh, the controller I have for my Switch. So. Yep, exactly. There you go. A Nintendo so, product plugged in to play a Nintendo game. Ba-na-na-na. <laughs> That's how <laughs> That's how I would recommend to play it. It's Okay. I emulating on your computer is fantastic and if you have a portable machine that can play or emulate, I would hands down do that. I've played um a couple Metroid games that way and yeah. um I don't know what. I mean it's just it, the options are endless. So highly recommend oh. it. You also could then also play the old Game Boy um, Link's Awakening as well. Yeah. No, I'm going to definitely buy that for Switch. That's the hands down. That's one of the, the insta-buys that I have that are coming up the next couple Yeah, months. I'm really excited about that one. Woo-woo. All right, let's stop talking about GameStop okay. stuff. Um, you, had, you had proposed something really interesting. Because I'm going to skip what I put about Minecraft AR because that is totally not worth talking about. <laughs> um. And it's kind of old news, fake news. You had, uh, you and I were talking the other day and talking about, you had brought this question or this idea of looking through Reddit and finding questions posed to the community in the gaming, is it the subreddit? Is it? Yes. Yes. Terminology. Have you you used Reddit? Yeah, I have, but I'm not like a super big enthusiast. Yeah, yeah. They're subreddits. So, okay. I can remember like there's a subreddit and then there's like, what's, is there a, a, are they called channels with the in a subreddit? Like, isn't there like sub subreddits that you can have? Uh, Yeah, I think so. No. It's like, I don't know. It's like the third wall, the fourth wall. No, no walls. Yeah, it's a subreddit. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, and I thought it was a great idea because apparently there's a lot of people in the community that ask, Really, really good questions. Well, I thought we could talk about some of these things because I, some people ask, like you said, good questions. Right. right. And it's fun to kind of debate them. And oh, I, yeah, usually, for sure. I usually think mentally about an answer. I don't normally post in Reddits. Um, yeah, neither do I. That's, that sounds like uh, if you post, you're just ready for all the trolls that come out of the woodwork. Yeah, just, I'm not worried about that. I'm just you. too lazy. Or, you know, the... the yeah. <laughs> At least you're truthful. I mean, well, yeah, I'm, I'm super honest. lazy. That's, I mean, that's, I'm, that's a skill that I have. That's just one more thing I put on my <laughs> resume. No, yeah, but right? like for Reddit, what also happens is not only am I lazy, but typically my answer is usually encapsulated in somebody else's or somebody says it better than I would have or close to what I would have said. And or then what happens is I go into a Reddit and I go, well, I could probably answer this, but look, there's 58 answers. It's probably in there already, so never mind. So, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't normally post on them unless I really feel like I have you, to say something. You you actually care, <laughs> which is like, which is usually when I think that. Um, now we're on a different t- topic, but I usually post when it's like an artist who did a really cool fan art piece or somebody made an awesome map for their D and D game, or I don't know what somebody making something. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. They need to know from me. And then that adds to the community saying it's awesome. Right. So, you know, I like that. So usually typically Anyways, that's how I post. We've gone through this rabbit hole of Reddit. <laughs> Sorry, people. I apologize. That was my fault. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So Reddit, there's typically questions in various subreddits for games. Right. And mm-hmm. some of them, I think, are kind of interesting and would be fun to talk to you about and see what you think. I think you should well. talk about the first one because 
this is already tickling my fancy. Okay. Well, I don't want to tickle your fancy. So good. <laughs> Please <night>. don't. Uh, <laughs> and that's it, guys. Sorry, guys. 20 minute show. Bye. Yeah, pretty much. No. So the first question is it, it's about a specific game yes. and one that I've played and loved. Yes, but I would like to address it as a broader scope, if you will. Is that the okay. right word? Yeah. Broader sure, scope. Yeah. So other games and then kind of we can def- define when and where the line is so the question is th- this person uh who is this jpz and this nice. was written a year ago that's funny that's actually not that far along so yeah would any of you spend 30 to 60 dollars on a reboot so same game just fixed up mechanics updated sound graphics dlc included of the first fear game can we so, answer that question? Well, so before <laughs> before we answer that question, we, <laughs> we have to do one thing, and that's the thing that we've skirted around on this podcast several times and yes. also dipped our toe into. It's yeah. the three R's. There's the remaster, <laughs> uh, yes, the, the remake, and then the reboot, right? Yes, and correct. Where are the lines on this? <laughs> Um, this like I have a, a them entire... very well defined in my brain, but I don't think that they are the same for everybody. And that's where my concern is. So, so why don't you tell me what you think yeah. the three of those things are? <laughs> so I think, uh, for me, the remaster is simply just the same game. Uh, but somebody comes in and re, I guess in the coding word is like they, they, they recompile the game, uh, with better components. Uh, so that it runs at better quality, uh, at better speeds. You get like 60 refresh rate, 60 hertz refresh rate, things like that. So basically, updated graphics, uh, maybe some insert some new sounds, or uh, maybe you re-record the 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 score with an actual orchestra this time, not some garage band garbage. <laughs> uh, but that's what I think for me a remastered is. Uh, you're just honing in on the original quality. Um, for remake. That is where remake and reboot for me kind of get it gets a little blurred because to me a remake means you completely reconstructed a, a new game with parts of the original content, whether that's the characters, the storyline, etc. And reboot that I I I don't have a clear a clearer understanding of because to me remake and reboot almost sound the same. Yeah, reboot. It's like a reboot. Uh, think of like a TV series. You have a reboot, um, but you, yeah, I don't know because reboot could technically mean you did the same. You just completely throw away previous. You decanonize everything. Star Wars, <laughs> Disney, thanks, uh, and just restart from scratch or restart from your different perspective. So, what what are your first of all? Was I right on remastered? I don't. So I don't think there's right or wrong because these are just somebody made up these words and now they yeah, of course. have taken Thanks. on meaning. But Joe. I think you're. I I think I think about it the same way you do. I think, and that is that these are to me three varying levels of dealing with an older game. So yeah. it goes from like close to the original, then like a reimagining of the original and then like a sweeping away the original and keeping the IP. So like a remaster to me is like you said, you take new technology or new fidelity and somehow take the old game. You're not taking away anything from the old game necessarily. You're just keeping the old game, but changing the fidelity of it in some way so that it looks better or sounds better. Right. And that's, that's now the remaster, which I typically like remasters a lot. Like I, yeah. I just find them really compelling because you love the game already. And so you know what you're getting into. It's just going to look better or sound better or both. And then the remake is like, okay, well let's take the game and think about it from a modern perspective and, you know, with newer graphics, newer sound, but really get to the essence of the game or maybe add in some things that they didn't get to the first time around or like somehow the game changes in some way, but it's still, it's still, uh, inspired by or close to the original, you know, or closer, but not like directly, you know, I'm trying to define those words and it's not really great. And then the reboot is like, 
Well, we really like this IP, but let's sweep away everything that was there before and start from scratch. Just like you said. Like like half all the Spider-Man movies, basically? Uh, like that's all reboots. <laughs> that's a different podcast. Because <laughs> you're wrong. So, yeah. So that's how I feel about the three R's. And so... Okay. What's funny to me is this question, would any of you spend 30 to $60 on a reboot, same game, just fixed up mechanics, updated sound and graphics, all these. So to me, they're asking, would you spend money on a remaster, right? Because yes. would you spend 30 to $60 on a reboot and then parentheses, same game, just fixed up mechanics, updated sound and graphics, all DLC included. That's not a reboot. A reboot to me would be like, well, Fear is a cool IP. Let's make a new game that starts the story over and is something different. Right? Yes. Yes. I agree. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, that's a remaster. And uh, then it comes down to the question of money. And so this is where it gets really gray for me because, <laughs> because I typically will say, absolutely not will I buy a remaster for $60. I will not do that. I I don't buy new games for sixty dollars. You know, heck like no. heck only no. A, a, occasionally. I, I was excited to get the Dark Souls original game remaster for nine dollars. You know, that was like oh yeah. awesome! Like I can play right. through the original now, and it's remastered. You know, right, exciting. Right, right. To me, I'm not. I'm looking for a remaster to be twenty thirty dollars at most. If I really like it, $30. The problem is, <laughs> there's, two, there's two remasters that, well, okay, I guess I just totally went back and everything we just defined because my brain messed it up in my head. <laughs> it's okay. So there's a remaster that I'm going to spend $60 on, and that is Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening, Because yes. that is a remaster. That is, yes, there's uh, yes. one piece that's added, which is the dungeon-making piece, but that's outside of the normal game. Apparently, yeah. the normal game is unchanged. Like, it's just exactly. Link's Awakening, but modern awesome graphics. looking. Yeah, it, it looks just looks awesome. freaking amazing. <laughs> and then the other one I'm definitely spending full price on is Final Fantasy VII, but that's a re... Uh, that's a re... Not a reboot. That's a remake. Remake. That's yes, a remake. That is, they even call is. it a remake. It's they call got it a remake, remake yes. in the title. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they understand it. Maybe we should be asking Square for no. these questions. We don't ask Square <laughs> questions. Just let them I make their games in the, in the quiet basement where they live and just leave them Still, alone. Still, oh, of course, yeah. Their opinions are weird. So They're just weird. But yeah. that's why we love them. Just like Nintendo. Nintendo. But yes. So, okay. Josh. So now, now yes. let's, let's take the question, the essence of the question, and say, would you spend 30 to $60 for a remaster of Fear? I would spend... Zero dollars. Oh, boy. Because while I love fear, I don't think I would be spending anywhere near $30. If anything, if it was $10, I would spend it. And for maybe fear? When I say $10, yeah, for fear. Because um, that, to me, that game, and of course, all the uh, other people out there that love this game, and it's their favorite ever, are going to be hating this question, or my answer, but I don't think it holds up. It's a game that a remake, or sorry, a remaster to me, if done, would not hold up to current, uh, current, and the what, what people are really looking at the trends nowadays, like people what they want. Okay. Um, because while yes, you'll have the diehards that'll buy this game, you're you're going up against games like Fortnite, Apex. Uh, I don't even think PUBG really has that. Uh, Overwatch, like games that really the people are. Uh, I, I'm trying to avoid being ever a stereotypical old man who's <laughs> hating on these games, but like they're not that that market. I don't think is there for fear. It's huh. just it was a different game, I guess. I don't know. So there, this brings up an interesting thing. Fear yeah. was a uh, mostly multiplayer game to you. Uh, I played the campaign by myself. I don't think I ever played multiplayer. Yeah, Mul- same. I, played campaign I, I didn't play. I, if I, I played multiplayer at a um, place that I worked one time. Yeah, we- I never played it outside of that. I just played the story. Yeah, same. I, I really, really enjoyed Fear, and it was just the single player that I played. I didn't play yes. any of the... We had one match in the multiplayer yeah. one time. Yeah. So in a, in a dark room. So from that standpoint, I feel like a remaster would be good because I don't think there's many 
single player games out there that are doing something similar to fear. Right. Um, and it just looks older. You know, I think the story would still stand up and the mechanics of stopping and doing the bullet time would be fun, especially in like higher fidelity. Um, I don't know. I I'm with you. I don't know that I would spend 30 to $60. That'd be really steep. I I could do like a $15 or a $20 maybe. I don't know. I like that game. It was fun. So this brings me to the next question surrounding this then. What, what games, if any, would you pay for a remaster on? Excluding Halo? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have one answer right off oh the bat. <laughs> like, I don't have to think. I actually have two, but they're Halo related. I need to, so. like, <laughs> I need to, like, post ad a sound every time you mention the word halo i'm gonna have to like make a sound effect or something it's an air horn like <laughs> like the stu- the stupid oh. uh what's that uh like Skrillex the party horn the, yeah, <laughs> like just the club songs that all the no, yeah never mind um but i'll just say it really quick the two and then i'll think about i'll, I'll maybe mention another remaster that isn't halo uh halo odst and halo reach halo reach is my i've already said this a gajillion times like my favorite halo game and they're already technically i was gonna say they're doing this aren't they kind of already doing this with the master chief collection to pc and they're using halo reach as the first game to be released on that collection for the pc uh which i believe i'm getting for free thanks to xbox game pass if that's true um but yeah i i think that's a great i love that game and i'm probably in the same boat as this person who want would spend maybe 30 to 60 dollars on a quote reboot but remake or remaster of halo um reach but outside of halo that is a good question because as terrible as it sounds really the only remasters i would be looking for are that um they've already kind of done a lot of the pokemon games with they didn't remake like Pokemon Red and Blue. They, um, I guess they remastered, remade Pokemon <laughs> Red and Blue, like through Ruby and Emerald Fire or whatever. Re- no, th- for Fire Red and oh, I forgot about those. Uh, or maybe it was Fire Red and Leafy Green or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Leafy Green or something like that. Um, so I loved those. Those were really fun playing. Um, but I'm trying to think, what game would I pull? Would I get? remastered or like hope to have remastered ah oh, man well at this point i think we could say um remade remastered rebooted all the things any of them yeah, yeah. it's hard because like there's so many games but uh, i think the biggest one and i've seen it before like the legends of dragoon that like i want that game to come that game i think would be awesome to play as a remaster in today's i mean that was a ps1 game yeah, that I remember sinking too many out. I don't even remember any of the the storyline, but I just remember as a kid when I got that PS One. I think I played that game more than anything. I loved that RPG, and it was so good. I I think I'd like to see that because I think the graphics would be really cool to see remastered. Um, because it was a pretty stunning game for a PlayStation game. I remember when it came out, uh, and the sound and music behind it was really good too. I actually did um, not play Legend of Dragoon. Really? Oh, so good. I've heard really good things, and I'm, I'm excited. I got to see it a bunch, and I'm excited for the new one, which no, is that's on the different. Switch. Oh, that's, that's, that's Panzer Dragon. Yeah. Panzer yeah, Dragoon. I, I, when I saw that, come, that news article or that news blip come up, I, I almost lost it. Yeah, I'm excited There's about no that. No way. But no, that's a different... I have never played that. But, I have never yeah. played Legend of Dragoon either. Hmm. So both they kind of they already remastered in like bioshock and that's another amazing series um so that like they, they've already done a lot of the games that i liked funny story i haven't bought any of them <laughs> but uh i think really halo those two halo games would be the only ones that i would even spend 60 anywhere near 60 dollars for yeah uh um other than that to me there isn't a, really any games that are replayable or have that same feel where i would want to replay them besides halo and maybe some of the pokemon games but at this point uh 
even that with the with the attempt at Pokemon Go that not Pokemon Go what was it? Wow, there's two Switch games that just came out with uh, Pokemon oh, Go the, Eevee like, and Hello Pikachu. Eevee or whatever. Yeah, whatever. We're terrible. We should be knowing these things. Um, but when with that remake, they combine the Go elements with the 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 same story plot line kind of of the original Red and Blue and Green and Yellow. So I, I even then I didn't I didn't purchase those. So oh, I don't okay. Know. I maybe I'll think of another one while you're talking. But what what ones were you looking at? What ones do you want? I have a cop out answer. <laughs> Let me guess. Final Fantasy. No. Well, that's part of it. Calm down. <laughs> um, my cop out answer is. So if I think back through my gaming history, and again, I did not play a lot of PC games before. Oh, okay, uh, okay, cool. before Thank you. like Counter Strike really hit hard, and like Diablo, like yeah, the nine, mid nineties, really. So yeah, so probably there's a bunch of P- old PC games, old computer games that would be really cool, remastered, remade, or even rebooted. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think they're still doing some of those. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so I go back through consoles then, of course, in my brain. And I mean, when they remaster a current gen, not a current gen, like a one step back generation game, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Like for instance, I just bought Valkyria Chronicles on PlayStation three. I'm okay with playing that on PlayStation three and not buying the remaster on PlayStation four because I mean, it's going to look a little bit better, but it's not going to be like, holy cow, I can't believe it. Um, So when I think back through, uh, like past the PlayStation 3, if you go too far back to me, it's Mm -hmm. not as useful or interesting. Like the Nintendo games and the Super Nintendo games, I really like the way those look. And so if you're going to remake or remaster, if you're going to do it, I would remake those or reboot those because... The originals are so cool to me and just so neat looking. Like maybe a remaster to allow them to be played on widescreen or where the sprites don't look like garbage and not to do it like Square does. Um, (laughs) So maybe like that. But really the games that would be most useful or look the best or would um, come out of a remaster or even a remake the best are the ones from PlayStation 1 and the ones from PlayStation 2 era. because And that's also then like the Xbox era. Because those games were starting to get into like the modern style of heavier story or higher fidelity 3D graphics. And it was like the cutting edge of all that. But like if you go back to them now, you're like, holy cow. <laughs> How yeah. can we play this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like I, I'm sure if I were to go back to play Legends of Dragon, even when I'm playing Final Fantasy VII, I'm like, wow, dang, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, so I remember these being so awesome. Exactly, exactly. And so for me, my answer is like, I would love to see almost every PlayStation One game that I loved remade, uh, or not remade, but remastered. Yeah. And then, like, if they want to take a lot of time and effort, and put in the time and effort to remake some of those games i'd be okay with that too or even reboots for some of those games but i mean i could go down the list like metal gear solid as a a remaster because they already did the remake for gamecube and while i enjoyed it it was ridiculous because it was like john woo got a hold of metal gear solid and made some really ridiculous cutscenes that were out of this world and i mean they were cool in some ways but at the at, at the same time it was like really Snake's going to kick a sniper rifle into the air and shoot somebody faster than they could have just shot him back. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But it looked cool at the time. Or, really, he's going to jump off of a missile flying through the air to shoot another missile at a helicopter? I mean, it's kind of neat, but it's not not feasible. (laughs) No, God, no. I mean, that's not really what that game is about, is feasibility 100%, but it also doesn't have him flying through the air like some Hong Kong action hero. Um, And that's what they did with the remake of that game on GameCube, which was Twin Snakes. And I loved it because it was higher fidelity, um, all the reasons you would love a remake, but it was a remake. Uh, I would love a remaster. And I think just like 
some of the games that would come out of a remaster from PlayStation 1, it might not stand up to a current audience, like a modern audience. Mm-hmm. But no, I would love to play it again in a remaster setting because it's just so rough to look at. I mean, and then you just go down the list. Final Fantasy VII. We're getting a Final Fantasy VIII remaster, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Final Fantasy IX, which did get remastered and looks great. Um, you know, uh, trying to think through some of the other games. Oh, all of the oh. Command and Conquers from the time? Yes, that's literally what I was thinking please about. Please and Command thank and you. Like, that would holy be cow, please and thank you. Like Years of Venge, one I, of my favorites. I was actually just thinking about how many hours I put into Red Alert, for goodness sake, and how much I loved those games. I loved those games so much that I played Red Alert and Red Alert 2 on PlayStation with a link cable and two TVs to my cousin's PlayStation. Wow, that's yeah. pretty intense. I mean, and it did not work at all. Like you, it, what happened was, is it, as soon as you had too many units on the screen, like it got super choppy, and like it would just like every second was like one or two movements of the um, characters on the screen. So it was really rough to play, but we did it anyway because we loved it so much. Um, so any of those PlayStation era, and then even maybe some into the PlayStation 2 era. But again, that starts getting into the like, you know, it's not going to look out of this world like crazy. You know, they redid, um, they remastered uh, Final Fantasy X, and it absolutely is a huge improvement. But it also is like, yeah, I mean, it's the same. <laughs> it's yeah. like, all right, yeah. I mean, it's good, but um, it was good then, too. So, I don't know. I think PlayStation 1 era is really the, the answer to the question for me. I, th- I think something is that I'm surprised that both of us didn't say. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I would like to say, I'd like to see a reboot of this. Because the game is already amazing. But I'd like to see somebody try it out differently. Is somebody to come back and say... Let's have a, a go at KOTOR. Let's try it over again. Yeah, I could see it. Then the reason why I said that is because I feel like if, uh, specifically Respawn, if Respawn Games, I think Respawn Games, is that the studio's name? Respawn uh, Studios? Yeah, the one that made Titanfall and Apex? Yeah, and Apex and the one that's making the new Star Wars. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. If they can go back and, and do KOTOR, either a remaster, I think... I don't even want a remaster. I think a remake or reboot would be awesome because there's so much behind that that they could hopefully canonize and maybe that'll be cool too at the same time. But uh, that game had was so fun and has so much potential and I think still holds its own even today's world. If people in today's society, like if we were to plop that now into the uh, pool of games available, I think a lot of people still want to play that because it's a uh, it's that you don't need to have an online connection. Like you could just play an RPG, Star Wars RPG with updated characters, this great storyline, or maybe a new storyline. And I would have so much fun just trying to rebuild uh, the memories that I had before, but start new ones. And uh, maybe not go straight dark side right off like I always do (laughs) because it's so much easier. the exact opposite. Yeah, which is funny because in real life, I would be the opposite. I would be totally on the on the light side but it's just so much easier as a dark uh to be a a part of the sith lords but anyways that'd be really interesting to see that and i would pay i'm 100 sure i'd pay 60 dollars. i'm gonna be paying 60 dollars for when the new one comes out or the the new star wars game so i just think that would be really cool and i don't know why i didn't think about it originally but the kotor though is weird because i that's one of the ones that Okay, it's like so when, sacred to you. Well, when people talk about Final Fantasy VII and the remake and their um, somewhat understandable outrage about it, which yeah. is that you are changing the game and you're going to miss all the experience, and part of the game was the turn-based battle system and you know all those things. I don't necessarily disagree, but I am so excited about the idea of seeing those modern or those characters portrayed in a modern game system with um modern animations and voice acting and like it's gonna bring those characters to life for me so so i'm excited about it from that aspect but kotor to me 
feels more like it would be a foul to remake that game. Because I feel like if they remake that game, it's not going to be a role-playing game. It's going to it's not going to be a computer role-playing game. It's going to be it's going to be like a halfway action RPG and half what do you mean? Like it's going to be like Mass Effect style, which I love Mass Effect oh, as okay. Mass Effect. I do not love it as KOTOR. Like KOTOR because... to me was exciting and awesome because it was the the computer RPG style of game. Right. In Star Wars you selected your attacks and they happen in real time. Correct. Rather Whereas than shooting or just pointing pointing shooting I first could, person shooter. I could RPG. see a Star Wars game and this is where this is ultimately where Mass Effect came from because they lost the license. This is my own speculation, but they lost the license to Star Wars or not lost, but like it it wasn't re-upped. And so they just wanted to keep making games like it and there's a lot of um, DNA from KOTOR in the Mass Effect games, but they are strictly action RPGs. They are 100% like, yeah, you can pause for a second to tell your dudes to like use a special power, but if you want to do something, you are moving your character and you know actually shooting and aiming. So that's a different style of game. And it's not that you can't make a Star Wars game good in that way, but that wouldn't be KOTOR to me. You know, and that's where I start to understand how people say the Final Fantasy VII remake isn't Final Fantasy VII. You know, and I, I, I don't feel that way because how strong the characters are in Final Fantasy VII. Kotor, like the characters are all great, and that's one of the greatest parts about Kotor. Kotor is the the character development and seeing how each of them kind of approaches all the situations and talking to them and getting their take on everything that's happening. But I, I don't think. That's the point of that game, 100%. The point of that game to me was the immersive story and being able to play a Jedi or a Sith Lord. And I liked I liked the way that game played. And so I just feel like if they were to remake it, it would not play that way anymore. It would be completely different. It would look gorgeous, and maybe Bastila would be really pretty looking. But still, yeah. like it would not play the same way. And get off my lawn. I can, res- I can respect that. I mean. Uh... I mean, everyone has their opinion about certain games that uh, had played some role in their lives or they were very passionate about. And I'm sure, like you've already said, for Final Fantasy VII, there are people who are already upset. So no one's going to be happy. There's always going to be somebody not happy about a remake or remake or whatever. But uh, what I think is really great, because we're on the topic about it, is that Modern Warfare, the new Call of Duty that's coming out, they're really making a bold statement and attempt at doing a kind of a mixture of or we're assuming is a reboot it's not a remake and it's not a remaster it's a reboot they are using some of the characters from the original storyline and they're taking a different approach to it and that to me is pretty crazy uh especially with all the previous uh or previous call of duties that had have come out and really the the stagnation of black ops becoming the coming to a recent close and uh i can't remember what the last modern warfare game was if it was infinity war or whatever i don't (laughs) i don't remember the name of it um but i think it'll be really interesting to see how well it does i'm looking forward to it i'm not gonna buy it when it first comes out i think that is a game that i will wait to see how the uh the, the general public takes it and the enthusiasts take it but also just generally how people think uh, the game is or how it plays out uh, because that has a lot of potential of taking a different approach to something that doesn't happen often i don't really i can't think of a lot of really good reboots off the top of my head that have been successful if any can you think of any reboots yes yeah like actual um, reboots i just have to think of them first yeah exactly <laughs> that i don't think I, there's a lot to think of. no they're uh i feel like they're out there oh fi- uh tomb raider tomb raider is a huge one ah, yeah there you go that's yeah, a good one that's yes. a really really good one um yeah and for good reasons <laughs> but it does bring up one thing you're bringing up the modern warfare soft slash hard reboot whatever it's going to be who knows we don't really know yeah i do think it's going to be a reboot which doesn't bother me and no not at all i'm pumped yeah i am too and i loved the first one modern warfare was my call of duty you know like i 
I yes, played a bunch was. of the World War II ones and just was not interested at all because I feel like I had played so many World War II games. We've talked about this before. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. Point is, Modern Warfare was amazing. All I had to do was see the beginning scene where you fast rope out of a freaking helicopter onto a ship and then mm-hmm. you're moving through with silenced weapons and taking out, you know, whomever. Str- yeah. Freaking awesome. Like, holy yeah. cow. I was so hooked. And just the characterization and the voice acting and then the action-packed sequences of that game you felt like you were playing in a movie yeah i I don't think it's gonna take much for them to reboot it and capture that same feeling and so that kind of kind of points my brain in an interesting kind of related question i guess to all of the things we've just been talking about does and i have an answer in my head of course but i'll ask you first does does the type of game and the style of game and the style of gameplay and everything related to what the game is, does that matter to you or change? Does that change whether or not a remake, remaster, or reboot um, not upsets you? That's not the right word. But, like, you know, you might not be into the idea of that happening on certain games if they are a certain style of game or a certain type of game. Like, for instance... Maybe like me, seeing Modern Warfare rebooted doesn't bother me at all and really excites me because that was a first-person game and it wasn't about building characters and it wasn't about, you know, it was not an RPG. It was a, a first-person shooter. And so you're going to capture all the essence of the first-person shooter in the first-person shooter. <laughs> and so it's not going to be a big deal and I think it's going to be fun to play. Do you? How do you feel about that? Does, do you think that that has an effect on whether you're going to be into the idea. Hmm. Um, yes and no. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't know how to approach this one successfully or without, I don't know. I can't put words out right now, but can I just say yes? <laughs> yeah, of course you could say yes. Cause I, th- I do, I do think it does matter. I think that if they reboot remaster remake galaga it's like okay cool oh yes that's exciting right for me that's exciting yes i love galaga if they arcade games if they reboot remaster or remake i'm trying to think of a see and and halo halo has a specific story but i feel like Making it look better. I mean, that was one of the big thrusts of Halo was that right. it looks so cool. And so continuing to build on that is just yeah. the Halo brand. Yeah, it really is. I mean, they did a really good job with the Halo remaster, Halo 2 remaster, which was honestly the best. I've seen awesome remasters. And yes, I'm a little biased because I love Halo. But the Halo 2 Anniversary Edition, Josh, it's amazing. Like It is purely the best remake or sorry remaster i've ever seen and the best part is you can if you wanted to and want to throw some super nostalgia back you can flip between the two. Oh, that's cool so, yeah so you can flip between the original graphics and then the new graphics with a better audio better recording so uh, that is something that still surprises me but well i think so uh another really successful remaster in my mind is yeah starcraft they did a great yeah. job with that because it looks fantastic Mm-hmm. But I don't think that would be a successful remaster, or no, no. successful remake. Remake, <laughs> yeah, or even maybe a reboot. Like reboot, I think yeah. part of the charm or the success of StarCraft, the original, is the mechanics of that game, the way that you played that game with the only twelve units selected. Like the rock paper scissors was nailed with. The original StarCraft. StarCraft 2, I don't think, even has it down pat the way that StarCraft 1 had it. And so I think you would lose that in a remake, a remaster. See, and that's where I think a remaster steps in and it's like, great, it looks better. It plays the same. It, you know, it's the same mechanics. It's the same rock, paper, scissors. Fantastic. That's perfect for that game. And, And so I guess really the answer to the previous question then is, I guess it depends on the type of game for sure. And then that also should inform which of the three R's you jump into. If you're, if you're going to remaster it, you're, you're really relying on the original game to be 
as appealing as it first was when it came out. It has to hold its own. Yeah. It has to have that the ability to hold its own with the reboot or remake or remaster. This is why I, I feel yeah. there's credibility to the idea that they abandoned the Diablo 2 um, remaster. Yeah. Uh, because Diablo 2, while really appealing from a... Um, tone and aesthetic standpoint in terms of like dark it was a very dark game i don't think it i think i think diablo 3 captures a lot of what would need to change in diablo 2 to be a, like a modern game um so you would only you would almost have to remake the game which then if rumors are true that then they that was pretty much their decision to make diablo 4 and just spin it into spin Diablo two remaster into a Diablo four modern remake game where it's like, okay, let's just take what we liked about that game and pull it into a brand new game. That's completely separate because they didn't feel like if this is even true, they didn't feel like it would do the original Diablo two justice and probably wouldn't be appealing. So I don't know. I know that personally I would love a remaster of Diablo two. But, I think a lot of people would, but I, I also got to think about the new games that are coming out for Diablo, the possible, like Diablo, uh, Diablo, whatever. Is it immortal Eternal, or that's Eternal immortal. or something. Yeah. Emo- Eternal is Doom. <laughs> immortal <laughs> is Diablo. Thanks, Blizzard. Yeah. But, I mean, Doom's not really. Anyways, you get what I'm at point. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it's interesting. It's a tough, tough nut to crack, I think. And it's not our, it's not our... Fortunately, it's not for us to figure out, but I think that each game individually will have to have that decision made. If it's, if you're going to have the IP somehow brought forward into modern games, you, you're going to have to make that decision on, yeah. is it, does, does it need a full remake? Does it need a full reboot? Or can we just remaster what we had already and really recapture some of that magic? Yeah, and uh, nowadays, I think, just kind of sum this up is I think there are a lot of new with the indie development, a lot of uh, smaller studios opening up and uh, really trying to pursue new avenues. Some of that, the, the, what's the, the, the lust, the, 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 the pull for having remasters, remakes and reboots. I don't, I don't want that to be a repetitive thing. I don't want it to be something that's normal in our, in the industry, I don't want that to be something that's like a category that people play a lot. Like, what I'm trying to say is, I don't want that to be the norm. I don't want there to be a constant flow of remakes, remasters, and reboots because to me that means we start to get stale with some of the stuff that's out there. And uh, I, I want there to be new talent. Uh, I want new talent to bring in some new games, new, just new ideas rather than us relying upon older, uh, already stretched thin and reused and abused really throughout other games. I don't want to have that show up all the time. And um, while I really appreciate remastering some of the games that I really like and including Halo Reach, I want them to focus. I want developers to focus on new content. I, I really don't want the industry to be flooded with a bunch of remasters, remakes and remo- uh, reboots. Cause that just to me, doesn't seem like the best way to, to move towards or to really go back uh, to, you know, to adjust the uh, the focus, I think it really should just stay as much as possible to new content. So, yes, 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 but <laughs> I, that's not the right way to do it. You're supposed to do yes and, right? Isn't that how that goes? Yes, yes, and. yes, but I don't feel like I don't feel like it's a either or. I think that a lot of the companies that do remakes, remasters, reboots. Not reboots. The companies that do remasters, remakes are generally doing them like on the side. It's not the right way to say it. <laughs> like they may they have their their main games that they're continuing the churn on, and then they have like a small team do like a remaster of an older game. I mean, Square is a great example of that. They're building new games all the time. Um, you know, they at the time they were making Final Fantasy thirteen. They were remastering 10 and 10.2 and remastering um, 9, you know. And so I think the bigger companies and the larger studios, they're not choosing 
to um, use the resources that they would on their mainline games on remastering things or even sometimes remaking things. Um, I think that the indie developers sometimes do that, but the indie developers are doing that as like a business decision and like they only have so much choice and all that stuff. So I don't know. I don't think I don't see that really becoming a problem where it's going to be stop making remaxed remasters remakes. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, I don't want to say don't yeah. make them. But I just don't want I don't want it to become like oh uh, all these studios coming in and redoing some uh, previous generation of a uh, 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 one hit like a one hit wonder or even uh, a, a franchise that had a successful release. I don't want them to go back like let's do it over again because it did so well. I yeah, just, I want there to be new content. I mean. I don't I don't think it's going to get in the way of new content at all. And I I do get really excited about the idea of um newer technology coming out especially in the consoles and them bringing older games into that newer technology like it's it's like the oh my gosh, I can't wait to see one of my favorite games in this whole new idea. Like uh you know, being able to play StarCraft in VR or something like that. Like holy cow. <laughs> I would yeah. I, the original game in VR, I'm in. Like, if I can get on Jim Rayner's motorcycle, let's do it. You know, hover bike, I'm in. So, yeah. Cool. I thought that was fun. I enjoyed that. Car- I like these Reddit questions. Yeah, well, we but- should definitely talk more about them. Uh, yeah. There's, like, a number of questions that we didn't even get to. So, I figured we could turn it into a little bit of Q&A. Right. I, I like that. And uh, we can uh, use, it's almost like an advice, advice yeah. section. Yeah, yeah we can give to people who might be looking for games. Like, uh, there's a, a couple questions that I was looking at too, but, uh, maybe one we could unpack later is like free MMOs. I mean, there are plenty of MMOs out there that are quote, kind of free. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Don't get me started. Yeah. Is there any deals, Josh, that you saw? I mean, granted prime day will be done by the time people listen to this, but, uh, and same with all the other digital deals, but have you seen anything on slick deals lately? Um, I know Kingdom Hearts is 20 bucks, which has continually been 20 bucks. The Prime Day deals are mostly over and done with. Right, exactly. Um, they kind of come and go. Like, I did see, I saw, um, oh, what was it? I was really excited because it went from 20 to 10. Um, oh, it was Bloodborne. You know, that's oh, yeah. typically their, like, greatest hits on PlayStation where you can get it for 20 yeah. bucks. It was 10 bucks on Prime Day, so... And it was only for like an hour or two that they had it. So, yeah, I think most of those are gone. And you could pick up, if you were diligent about it during that time, you could get a PlayStation 4 bundle for really cheap, like $250 to $300 with a game included, which is amazing. So, um, new uh, deals. Right now, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard right now. Is five bucks on if you go to Slick Deals. Oh, is uh, it for Xbox? Yeah, Xbox One, Windows Ten, digital download. Mm. Uh, five bucks. Well, I'm gonna have to go buy is, that after this. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really cheap. Um, and I've already said this before. I really liked uh, Resident Evil Seven. A lot of people, I guess, didn't. Uh, definitely a cool and kind of a throw, a throwback feel to the original. Uh, Resident Evils has that. It, well, it got it, to me. It had some of that nostalgia to it. Yeah. Uh, so uh definitely worth five dollars um <laughs> there are some other deals too i was i think gamestop has some deals going on too granted i don't know at those days stardew valley for switch is actually twelve dollars right now um not sure if that'll stay um into it if you're willing to buy fallout 76 17 bucks <laughs> yeah uh because they like to beat to their own drum, all the Final Fantasies are on sale right now from yes. Square. They uh, they usually wait for the Steam sale to end, <laughs> and then they Classic. throw their stuff up for cheaper. So, yeah, Thanks. yeah, Thanks, all of them are on sale. Even um, even nine is on sale, which is the one that wow. usually takes forever to go on sale, but it's on sale right now. It's sixteen dollars and seventy nine cents. Great game. Pick it up. Awesome. I that was really the only highlight that I saw. There was a couple of things that came through here and there that weren't right. on Prime Days. Um, but I don't think that they're still going. So it's been a quiet no. knock on wood, quiet 
week or so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, besides it, Prime Day, <laughs> besides Prime Day and the fact that Nintendo uh, announced a a, a, a a Nintendo Switch Lite, which that's a huge thing, and uh, it, it brings on a whole different question about the 3DS. So yeah, um, that's another thing to unpack. But yeah, cool. All right. Am I done talking to you now? I think I'm done with you. Yeah, me too. All right. I'm going to go play some games. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.